everybody. This is Noelle. And I'm Jenna. And you're listening to More Than Murder, where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime. More Than Murder is not your typical true crime podcast. Join us on a weekly tour through the haunted, the bloody, the creepy, and the nutty on our Freaky Fridays. I think we should start making that more interesting. We'll do a different inflection every time or an accent. Okay. Or like All something right. Something's <laughs> Yeah. You're listening yeah. to More Than Murder. Dun, dun, dun. Where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime. <laughs> All right, guys. Hello. Uh, okay. So. It's been a busy week, <laughs> and it's warm out and sunny, and we don't want to be inside recording. But we're happy to have you here. Yeah. We got our first batch of merch recently, <gasps> um, which turned out beautifully. It did. And maybe one of these days we'll put it out there for the public to kind of request maybe type of merch they might want. Yes, yes, um, for real. If you want to wear your love mm-hmm. for more of the murder, we got you. Yeah, we'll get a little price list going for it. Um Turn around like the price time, of a band tee, I'm sure, you know. Turnaround time will be a little bit longer. It's not something that we can get you in, like, we don't make it. A couple minutes, you know, it's going to have to travel. A lovely then, woman all the way in Oregon makes it yeah. for us, so. And she's got other things to do as well than just make our merch, Yeah, so. she's a business owner. <laughs> she's not just the more than murder merch maker. Exactly. So. Maybe someday if we get rich enough, we can make her just the more than murder merch. I know. Shout out to Christine. <laughs> yes. Thank you for the beautiful stuff. We and to um, Peggy and Ashley, they are currently representing by wearing their keychains. They both took pictures of them. It's so awesome. So uh, let's see. I don't have much written down or pulled up. I think what I do next is tell you that you can review and should leave a five star review anywhere you can. Apple, right? Yes. Spotify, Apple, yep. Audible. Yep. And you know, thumbs us up on Pandora. Um, thumbs ups up up um. Thumbs up, thumbs up, up, thumbs up, thumbs up on YouTube, which we have barely anything on. But go watch our paranormal snoop. Yeah, from over a year ago. Oh, it was wonderful though. We need to do more. (laughs) I can't believe it's already been a year. Um and yeah, recommend us on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Go uh, recommend us on Facebook while you're there. Give us a follow if you don't already. You can follow us on the Facebook at More Than Murder. And the Insta at More Than Murder Pod. And Twitter at Don't. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we don't not. really do anything. I know. More than underscore Let's murder. Not. Not. You'll see a post from like November 2020. We're just not going to even give you the Twitter anymore. We just don't. I'm just not a Twitter person. Tweeting is just. The Insta is where it's at right now. I put most of my energy into the Insta. Yeah. I was... That is where it's at. I was in the generation, we were in the generation of when Twitter was created, and I just uh-huh. never fa- found, found and saw, I cannot speak, this is going to be great, uh-huh. I just never saw the appeal at uh-huh. all. It's kind well, of annoying, you get like even, 50 words that you get, not even 50 characters to type. Yeah, and like your news feed isn't even like, it's, it's all a mess. ugly. I know, looking. it's like yeah. disorganized. And it even took me a while to get to Facebook, yeah. for MySpace, like I was MySpace in a lot longer I than I think a lot of people our age were. Well, we were for a while because at first Facebook was really only like college it was for kids. colleges, yeah. But even you like know? our senior year, a lot of people were having Facebook. Yeah, I think I did get one senior year. And I was like late senior year. I was like, I don't want a Facebook. I don't want a Facebook. I love MySpace. I love Everyone was MySpace. leaving, and I was like, okay, I guess I'll get a Facebook. And it was so effing weird. I was like, ew, this is all black and white. Where's oh, the I color know. and the glitter and, and the, the music. customizable background? Yes, and, and the coding and, and just, the fonts. Oh, what's on your it was mind? So much better. Oh. I know. Let's all make. MySpace, My come back. XX, right. RAR, XX. That we want Tom back. Name. Yeah. 
I don't. I think mine was like sizzling sweet ninety two. Dude, I don't sure. even remember. I probably changed mine all the time. I have no idea what mine was anymore. But I'm guessing like sizzling sweet ninety two. But you kind of had a username at the same time. It was yeah. like. But at Facebook, you kind of also had a username. But yeah, you it was like can. a link. I, it's all weird. It's but. weird. Oh, my sweet. So welcome to the shit show. <laughs> Always every week. We should just call it the shit show. Um, we're going to do another relaxed episode. Summertime just gets really busy for the both of us. Uh-huh. And, um, sometimes it's hard to sit down and research and write comprehensive long episodes. Yeah. So, um, we're going to do another fun listicle this week where, like last week, Jenna, um, cited her source and then read, um, what they had, you know, the list that they had up and I'm going to do the same thing here. Um, but today I felt like it's been, oh, like a month since we talked about ghosts. Is that it's true? Been, I feel like my or last more? haunted one was Zach Bagans, and that wasn't even like really like. Yeah, I don't even remember. It was what more my like haunted the haunted. One. I'm lighting a candle. Midnight Society stuff. Oh yay! We should do that every time. We usually do. That's why there's candles in here. But we just got lax. I don't even know when my last, what my last haunted one was, because I've been doing odd stuff. Know, dude. So we are going to um, go. Deep diving into some real ghost stories because I know it's not fall, but people love to have campfires right now. They go camping, you do s'mores, and what's better to do around the campfire than tell ghost stories? I literally have s'more stuff in my fucking cupboard. I was so tempted to buy some and I didn't, and I don't know why I did because they have it right like together. Yes. They have the the granola, they have the Hershey's, and the marshmallows. The granola, the graham. Yeah, the gram. The granola. The second we got the that gram. fire pit set up, literally, he's like, I'll get wood. And I said, you better be getting s'more stuff as well. Yeah. I had him find me a stick, a good s'more stick, and I've been eating too many s'mores. Well, we wanted to get another yeah. fireplace for outside, but the problem is the wood. Like, I've got nowhere good to keep it. It's getting wet, and so uh, our, we yeah. didn't use our chimney very much. We yeah. Remember, like, shortly after we moved in, we had that little fire pit, and yep. we never yep. used Like, we yep. used it, like, once on the papasan chairs, and that was it. Yeah, no, we and usually, like, we'll we'll try to, like, at least burn up the wood. Yeah. And then, like, if we do not use it, we have the shed. But we try yeah. to at least use it up, and then you can just, like, buy it at those roadside stands. Right, the little $4 a, little, a bundle or yeah, whatever. Yeah, a little bundle and just burn it up. Yeah. All right, so what I am going to be basing today's episode off of is a lovely article on Reader's Reader's Digest. Reader's Digest. Reader's Digest.com. And the article is written by Lauren Kahn. And she did update it February 17th of 2022. So shout out to Lauren for this awesome article. I wonder if, like, this made it into, like, the little fucking toilet magazine and people are reading these ghost stories that would be cool on a toilet if that was the case lauren congratulations and maybe now that we're the smartphone people people read the digest while they're digesting on the toilet on their phone oh probably i would assume yeah yeah so this is all coming from a listicle like i said from reader's digest the article is labeled 12 real ghost stories you won't want to read at night good thing it's not night time yes so the first one we're going to start with, I won't maybe read all 12. It just depends on how long they are each. Yeah, you know, yeah. We'll just see where we're at. I mean, I think I read like three and it was fucking 45 minutes yeah. long. Yeah. Like some of them are just long-winded. So uh, this one is titled The Little Hands. And she does yeah. have sources down at the bottom. I'm just going to cite those now from where she got hers from yep. just so yep. I can. So her sources included the Michigan Daily, 
uh, Ah, Real Ann Arbor Ghost Stories, The Connecticut Magazine, The True Tale Behind a Bridgeport Ghost Story, Jesus Ar Aramendi, DVM Senior Veterinar Veterinarian for Chewy, because a story comes from him, which is our first one, I believe. Oh. Uh, Christy Robinette, who is a psychic medium. NCpedia, which is uh, article White Doe, Legend of. Dale J. Young, The Ghost of Virginia Dare. Uh, Historic Royal Places, The Prince in the Tower. And then 99.9 KEKB, one of the most ter terrifying ghost stories in Colorado. So I just wanted to get that out of the way early because I know that we've already got where it's coming from, but there's a lot of other places that these have come from oh, too. Oh, shit. Someone. The popo after somebody. Sounds like I live in the fucking city. Yeah. That never happens. So little hands, the little hands. Okay, quote, I've never lived in a haunted house, but my mother did as a teen. Writes reddit.com user patented space hook. Okay. Recounting a true event. Other houses on her street had a, had strange things going on too. A few homes away from her lived a family. One night, the daughter went to bed with a bad headache. The next day, she was dead and passed from an aneurysm. At her, after her funeral, the little... The, the, Jesus Christ. I told you I cannot speak to Dude, today. that's how I was last week. Because, like, the sentences were Ugh. run on. And I'm trying to, like, make it sound right. But it's like, that needed a comma. Yeah. This needed a fucking comma. I can't read this. I know. I just need to stop <laughs> and slow down. After her funeral... The family went away to get their minds off the tragedy, and the father asked my uncle, who is my mom's brother, to check on their pets. My mom and dad, who were dating at the time, went with him. My mother had heard there was a grand piano, and she wanted to play it. My dad was studying to be a veterinarian. After entering the house, my uncle and my father headed to the basement to see the animals, and my mom went to the piano on the ground floor. She was playing it when she felt something brush her ankles. She thought a cat must have left the basement and walked past her. She kept playing, and then she felt it again. I've had something brush across, not my ankles, but my thigh before. Mm -hmm. It was literally, nothing was there. It was literally like a hand that brushed against yeah. her. It was so weird. Um, she, so she kept playing, and then she felt it again. She looked under the piano and saw nothing. When she started again, she felt hands clasp her legs tightly. Oh, no. I just got, like, goosebumps oh, everywhere. Yeah. Can you imagine feeling this? Uh-huh. Like, no, I don't want to. She dashed to the basement door, called my uncle and father, and waited for them. Back outside, my uncle could tell my mom was rattled and asked what was wrong. She told him what happened, and he turned white. He told her the daughter who had died used to play a game with her father. When he played the piano, she'd crawl underneath, grab his ankles, and push his feet up and down on the pedal. Oh, shit. I have cheek Dude, goosebumps right yeah. now. Like, it's a weird feeling, but I've got goosebumps uh -huh. literally everywhere. Upper oh, thighs, that's cheeks. that's fucking scary, but cool. That is freaky. I love it when stories do that, too, like come full circle. Yeah, It's I like do you're too. having this experience, and then there's something to explain yeah. what is actually happening. Yeah. My only question is, why were the animals in the basement? Well, if they're a veterinarian, maybe that was the maybe that was they where they had like kennels and things like that. Oh, okay, okay, that. He was make studying sense. to be okay. one, so maybe that's where they were. Yeah, but it was someone else's house. His uncle. The uncle? Okay. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, maybe I missed something. But I was just, I was just like, because I thought the girl died of an aneurysm, and they went over there to get the animals or to take care of the her animals. That's what I took from it. So I was like, okay, so she had an aneurysm, but why are the animals downstairs? I just asked just dumb fucking questions. That Those I don't, I don't have answers to. Have an answer, but it's just like the second you said that, I was like, why are these animals in the basement? <laughs> so the only thing I've had come full circle with something strange wasn't really a ghost encounter, but I was using the psychic circle board with a past friend, 
And she said that the name, um, what was it, John Hunter or something? Or it was something Hunter. And I can't remember. Um, I, think it was, I think it was John. She kept saying, John Hunter keeps coming through. And he says, stop, stop messing with this hoodoo. And so at one time, my Aunt Billy, her husband was my Uncle Terry. Um, and he, they're very, very religious, like very, very religious. So and to not them, like you a playing spirit, with, yeah, uh-huh. a spirit board would be hoodoo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, um, and so I, I was like, that's interesting. I wonder who that could be. And so I told my dad and my mom, and I was like, the only thing I could relate that back to, and because she said it's family, it's it's family. I feel yeah, familiar. you can feel. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, what the hell? I don't have any hunter in my family, but maybe they're describing what they like to do. Like he's describing John Hunter is a hunter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I said to dad, you know, was Uncle Terry a hunter? And he said he was an avid hunter, and I oh. his middle name was John. Uh-huh. Yep. And I was like. Whoa, weird, because we weren't yep, even that yep. close. But so it's funny what might come through. And well, that's spirit usually realm. how it does come through too. Mm-hmm. It's like those little things. Like if you watch, call it what you want. Don't believe her, but I cry every time I watch Teresa. my Teresa Caputo. Yeah. I love her. I love her readings, and that's usually what she does. She's like, I'm seeing someone with this, and then this, and then it's like these little clues that add mm-hmm. into an actual like experience or a person. Yeah. And that, it was that's just usually how like, readings work. Why did Uncle Terry come through? Like, I, I never really spent much time with him. But thank you for doing so. That was really neat. I know. My only spirit board fucking shit was at a fucking birthday party for, like, I don't know. It was, like, popular girls, and I got invited for some reason. Yeah, see, my Ouija board I still and have, we, but nothing ever came through we that. We played with it, and it was, like, and that's the thing is they don't know. They didn't. It was, like, the popular girls. Yeah. I don't even know why I was there. And... My grandpa came through, my grandpa Fred. And huh. it was it was his his name. They don't know my great grandpa. Yeah. They wouldn't have known. I was mm-hmm. just like, you know, grandpa come through and then it started spelling out F R E. I'm like, damn huh. okay. And then just like weird things started happening and we put the board away. So That's sweet. All my friends when I was a kid would move it on purpose and say that they weren't. Well that's the thing is like I, I would have been like, You're probably just moving this but yeah. it was like like Alicia. Yeah. And, like, those people, I'm like, they don't know me. They don't know my grandpa's name. They're not going to be able yeah. to just move this. Right. And, no, that's yeah. definitely improved. Yeah. That's fucking weird. Okay, so the next story is The Phantom Patient. Ooh. Quote, the ambulance company that I used to work for had a, quote, haunted ambulance, Rig 12. Recounts Reddit user dot, uh, Reddit.com user Zerbo. I thought there's a bunch of fucking haunted fucking ambulances. Dude. Oh, probably. Think of how many people pass in mm-hmm. those. And it's tremendous. A lot of times you might be dying from a gunshot wound. You might be dying from a stabbing. You might be. Well, even like if you if you are deceased, your body gets transported in the in ambulance. Anyway, yeah. So like, yeah, <laughs> you're you're gonna. Can't remember, but for some reason I think the coroner just came to get my. Papa. I well, yeah, remember. it depends. It depends. Because yeah. um, he was on hospice care, though. That might be different. I don't it, know. Yeah. I think my dad was taken. Or did the coroner come and get him? I can't remember. I think it depends. Like, my brother probably got picked up by the ambulance. Yeah. And then got taken. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it's, like, if you're at home. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe. And there's no... 
no question that this person is deceased. Right. Yeah. Then you would yeah. go in an ambulance. Oh, yeah, if they could yeah. try to bring you back, but if there's clearly like that and my a lot papa times, was eighty eight years old. And, and at home a lot of times they'll come in, they'll try to do some of the stuff there yeah. and then get you into the ambulance if they can revive. Revive and yeah. save, yeah. So, a lot of EMTs had stories about it, but I never put much stock in paranormal stuff. That is until I had my own experience with Rig 12. Usually how it works. My partner and I were working in in a rural community at 3 a.m., and it was pitch dark and completely quiet. We were both dozing. I was in the driver's seat, and she was in the passenger seat. I woke up to a muffled voice. Oh, but I thought that was me rolling my eyes because it's creepy, guys. Sorry, that was weird. <laughs> I can tell that that would have been weird. She for was you. the muffled voice. <laughs> um, but told my, I uh, sorry, but I thought my partner was talking. I told her I was trying to sleep and closed my eyes, and I distant, distinctly heard a male voice said, "Say, oh my God, am I dying?" Holy shit. Followed by a few seconds of heavy breathing. My partner and I sat straight up and Uh looked back into the patient compartment where it sounded like the voice had come from. Well, yeah, you're going to think that there's someone in your fucking ambulance, especially if it's that crystal clear and you know exactly what they were saying. Oh, and that means that person was aware. Like, oh my God, am I dying? Followed by a few seconds of heavy breathing. Terrifying. My hair's growing. I know. My hair's literally growing on my body. I can feel it. Gosh darn it. Things were quiet for a couple seconds. Then we heard the, oh my God. Then we heard the turn, the click of an oxygen bottle regulator and a hiss as if it was leaking. Yeah. I turned the lights, I turned on the lights and we ran out of the rig. I thought a transient might have climbed in while we were asleep. So we opened the rear doors. No one was there. I checked the oxygen bottles. Neither was opened. We didn't sleep much after that. Hell no. Wow. Dude. I'd be like, yo guys, can you like decommission this ambulance? Like this thing needs to go to Zach Bagans. Like, let's put this thing to rest. <laughs> oh my holy crap, that's scary. But they say, you know, a lot of it's traumatic deaths can stay where their soul departed. Yeah. No, absolutely. And trapped inside that little tiny ambulance, which would suck because you're seeing so much just hurt. And pain and injury and just ugh, no, I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna. Ooh, maybe this. It says black empty eye sockets, but maybe it's like a child. <gasps> maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. So the boy with no eyes. This one's a little bit longer, and I did just skip past one that was pretty long. But if we come to the end and we still have some time, then we'll go. Did through you say it. something about a boy in a tower? Is there a story about a boy in a tower? I don't know. I didn't hear anything about a tower yet. You said something about a boy. A boy with no eyes, it's called. Well, no, it was when you were reading the sources. Um, let's see. Something about a ghost boy or something about print, something about... The princess in the tower. The princes in the tower. It's like a historic royal palace thing. Don't do that one. No. Well, I guess you can, but it sounds like it's going to be about the two princes that went missing at the Tower of London, and they believe that they died in there because they found bones. And my episode next week is about the Tower of London. Oh, well, we'll see what that one's about. Because I, heard, I heard that, and I was like, I wonder if that's about the Tower of London, because, yeah, that's a very famous... Okay, so, the boy with no eyes. One night when I was 10, I was woken up by my bedroom door opening, followed by someone sitting on my bed. Reddit oh. user... Reddit.com user KMendo4 recalls of a childhood brush with a very persistent ghostly apparition. 
I felt my leg grazed and the bed sink under a person's weight. It's just mom, I thought, and opened my eyes. It was not my mom. I found an eyeless boy. He had black, empty sockets. About my age, sitting at the foot of my bed. I am about to cry. He extended his hand. Can you believe that we investigate ghost stuff? Like, we're way more brave when we're doing it than we are when we're reading about it. Kind of. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like basements. Don't fucking send me in basements. The basement was really creepy. Super creepy. Any basement's creepy. <sighs> yeah. So he extended his hand and in it was a little box. I was startled but reached out. He pulled it back. I reached again and said, give it. Then I blinked and when I reopened my eyes, he was gone. But I could still see the imprint where he sat on my bed. Mm-hmm. Fast forward five years, my girlfriend, five years later, came over to do homework. After she finished, she took a nap while waiting for her parents. When they arrived, I tried waking her up. She opened her eyes suddenly, looking up at a corner where where the wall met the ceiling. She pointed there and went back to sleep. I shook her again. She came to full consciousness, and and I explained what she had done. She looked haunted. Up on the wall, I saw a little boy with no eyes. He was there in a Spider-Man pose, staring at me. Oh, fuck that, dude. Creepy, crawly fucking on the walls. Uh Uh-uh. I freaked out and told her my story about the same kid. Fast forward another five years. Oh, it's every five. Seems to be. I was with the same girlfriend, and we had a two-year-old. We were living in my parents' house in my old room. Doll. I wouldn't put my kid in there. My daughter started waking up at the same time every night, and she'd talk to me. After a while, I noticed she had almost the same conversation every night. I playfully asked her once uh, whom she was talking to, and she said, It's a little boy. He is nice. He's lost and looking for his mommy. My daughter's nightly conversations continued until we got our own place later that year. She didn't report any no eyes, though. You'd think that that would terrify her. Kids see things differently. Yeah. Maybe he maybe he's nice and such that's all she thought was he's nice. Maybe she thought people have no eyes sometimes. Hey, maybe. Maybe. I'd be terrified. I I'd be that terrified little kid. I was fucking scared to go to fucking parades with clowns as a kid. So mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, seeing that little boy and I'm freaking the fuck out. I wonder what was in that box. This next one's just like random sightings of a said ghost, so I'm not gonna do mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Ashley Street ghost. All right, all right, all right. All right. So, Huntington Huntingdon College is just one of many haunted colleges in America, which is the one I just passed by, with its own ghost stories. The next true tale comes from the Univision, University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. Ah. The haunting happened in 1972 at a party hosted by University of Michigan students living on Ashley Street. A 15-year-old girl who probably had no business being there in the first place suddenly felt a strange bone-chilling cold, according to the Michigan Daily newspaper. Damn. In an attempt to warm up, she went upstairs because heat rises, we guess, it says. And that's, maybe they didn't have, like, AC upstairs, I don't know. It might have been, when was this? You said the 70s? 1972, I think it's They probably just had radiator heat. Yeah. That's when things really went awry. One of the walls of the house started moving and a black shadow approached the girl. <sighs> Meanwhile downstairs, posters were spontaneously popping off the walls and falling into a growing pile on the floor. Holy this was reported stuff, in the newspaper. Dude. It's like poltergeist activity. Yeah. The girl wandered back downstairs where she found herself saying these strange words. The drugs and addiction were my fault and I accept responsibility for that, but I was not that way deep down inside. I want to apologize to everyone involved for what I have done. 
What made those words even stranger was that the girl did not do drugs, let alone have a drug addiction. No, it's probably an old party house where somebody fucking died. Mm-hmm. Her words didn't seem all that strange to the students who lived in the house. Before they moved in, the house had been inhabited by a man with a very serious addiction. Oh. The reason why he no longer lived there? He had died of a heroin overdose. Damn. And that is something else. Uh-huh. Yeah. She wow. was literally, like, possessed. She was, like... He was, she was channeling. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it. Whew, these are so creepy. They are um, creepy. I love it. Okay, okay. It says this one might make us awk rather than eek. Hmm. Oh, it's talking about can dogs see ghosts and stuff. Oh, I'm sure. Lost Colony of Roanoke. My dog fucking stares off in the fucking abyss all the time. I know. <laughs> uh. Okay. The ghost who came to play. This true ghost story might strike you as more aww than eek. <laughs> oh, I said, I, said, I read that wrong. The first awkward. <laughs> I was like, awkward? I, mean, I thought I meant like, ugh. Um, but only it's until. It's going to be like, aww, how cute. I know. <laughs> Only until you consider that we really have no idea what our four-legged friends can sense that we cannot. Can dogs see ghosts? Well, there are plenty of dog experts out there, including veterinarians, who will attest to the fact that there's lots, quote, lots of documentation that could support the notion that dogs can sense paranormal activity. In fact, I know that we've always been told dogs see black and white, but what I what I was reading um, is that they actually just see things on a different spectrum of light. Oh, it makes sense. And so I'm thinking, how you know how we can only access 10% of our brains? Uh-huh. If we were able to access more of it, we'd probably see more light frequencies and yeah. have a whole slew of these random things that we don't yeah. even see. Maybe like multicolored mixing and stuff. Hell yeah, yeah, makes so sense. maybe that also helps them be able to see... Entity into the other realm. Yeah. So, um, then there's the fact that this story came to Reader's Digest directly from a well-known psychic medium, Christy Robinette, who has a strong record for using her ghost whispering skills to help detectives solve confounding cases. Oh. Quote, Marlene settled onto her side of the bed and patted Jack's pillow beside her, she told Reader's Digest. A year had gone by, but Marlene was still adjusting to widowhood. Maybe it was just crazy to think that after 40 years of marriage... She would ever adjust. Elmer, the golden retriever, seemed to understand this form, this from the very first, which is what they do. It's going to make me fucking cry. It ain't going to make me fucking... It said, aww, so probably. Hmm. Um, that cold, moonless night when Marlene returned alone from the hospital, Elmer did something he'd never done before. He jumped up into Jack's side of the bed and lay his head on the pillow. Jack would never have allowed it, Robinette pointed out, but Marlene didn't shoo him off. Instead, she lay down beside Elmo and let the peaceful sound of his snoring lulled her to sleep. Mm -hmm. The next night was the same and the night after that. Over the past year, it had grown into a comforting routine, but not tonight. Tonight was the first time Elmer had left Marlene alone in the bed since Jack's passing. But hearing nails clicking on the wood floor downstairs, Marlene recognized the sound of Elmer requesting outsies. With a sigh, sorry, Marlene made her way down the stairs to the foyer, but Elmer wasn't Hold on a second, I lost where I was. Elmer wasn't pacing in front of the big oak door. Rather, he was dancing and wagging and wiggling and bowing, just like he used to do when Jack would come home from work. 
Damn. To Marlene, it felt as if Jack had just come home, and Robinette, who is known for her remarkable intuition on these things, believes that is indeed what happened. Oh, so he's sleeping incredible. with her and like keeping her company, and then he finally, after like you know getting to know the ghost realm, came back. Mm. I don't even. Yeah, I don't even know. If the, the so the dog was sleeping with her. Yeah. And then maybe the man would come home late at night because then he got up and didn't come to bed that night and greeted him at the door coming home from uh-huh. work. Yeah. Like wow, dude. Yeah. That is awesome. Aww. Aw, that was such a good story. That was an aw one. (laughs) It was so aw. All right. Some of these are just, they said, to haunt the town. So I'm not going to do that because these are supposed to be like real life encounters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So let me just scroll through. Scroll, scroll. Scroll, scroll. Scroll, scroll, scroll. All right, we could do this long one, I think. we. This will be the last one anyway. So. Okay, let's do it. And how can we not? It's called The Eerie Attic. Ooh. Attics are also creepy. They can be, yeah. They can be, like those ones where you pull it down. Oh, yeah. Those are the no creepiest, escape. dude. <gasps> so I my... would just fall. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, bye, guys. <laughs> just fucking miss the step completely. Hilarious. <laughs> um, so when we lived in Rochester, uh, we had eventually redone the attic and finished it so Tony moved up there in his room. Also what was in there was this door and it led to a very small like um storage area. Okay. And it was really creepy because I was always like scared something was gonna like come out of that storage area while yeah. I'm like sleeping over in my brother's room. Ugh. And we would actually go me and the cousins and my brother would go and do the Ouija board in Oh hell that yeah yeah, place. And it was gotta. like the creepiest, coolest thing ever. But this is like where I'm getting, I'm like getting weird pictures. Uh, so before Reddit.com user Digsaw Dawes got down to recounting their scariest of ghost stories about living in a place that was obviously teeming with honest to goodness members of the spiritual world, they pointed out the irony of ghost stories that begin with the phrase, I don't believe in ghosts, but uh, after all, no matter how many ghosts, how no matter how a ghost story begins, it always hinges on the notion that, come on, of course, we believe in ghosts. So, quote, a few years ago, I moved into a one-bedroom apartment in Melbourne, Australia. They went on to recall, it was my first time living on my own. The apartment block had been built in the 1930s. I'd been there for a few months when I came home from work one day and went to the bathroom. I saw something strange, a wooden board, which had covered a hole in the ceiling that led to a small attic space lay fractured in two pieces on the ground. Oh, fuck no. This reminds me of that what? stalking episode you oh, had me listen that to. That was terrifying. Oh, fuck no. Uh-uh, dude. You ain't being haunted. You being stalked. There's a little <laughs> hole. What the F? Like, okay, so it lay fractured, fractured in two pieces. I want to add an L into everything now. Pieces, fractured, two pieces on the ground. I examined the pieces. The board was an inch thick, and it would have taken Bruce Lee to break it. Although the landlord had sent someone to work on the app, or I thought, oh my God, you guys, I apologize. I thought the landlord had sent someone to work on the attic. I was frozen stiff with fear. Someone is up there for sure, I thought. So he goes on to say, I emailed pictures to the landlord asking if anyone had been there with an undertone of annoyance since she hadn't warned me. Her reply read, Quote, please come see me. Please call me as soon as you are able to. 
I called, and she explained that her last two tenants said the same thing happened. She promised to replace the board, and she did. A month later, I woke up one night around 4 a.m. My body was covered in goosebumps, just like mine right now, <laughs> was covered in goosebumps. It felt like someone was rubbing his or her hands on me. Mm-hmm. Everything, I know, everything was silent, but then I heard a dragging sound coming from above my bed. It was as if someone was pulling a sack of potatoes. Oh. I froze, convinced someone was or up there. Or a dead body. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's like the spirit of a serial killer there. Uh-huh. There's no way an animal could make out that could make that sound. After five minutes, I worked up the courage to turn on the light, armed myself with a cricket bat, and oh. walked out. Walked to the bathroom. I get that. I I know that paralyzing fear. Where you're like, I'm not moving. Oh I'm yeah. Not moving. I'm not moving. I'm yeah. not moving. Oh. That's when I saw the new board covering the hole was broken in two. Uh-huh. I, was I felt. Say, I knew it. I felt sick. The dragging sound had stopped, but I heard something else whispering the sound was clear coming from the attic and it sounded like children's voices and i could hear one sentence that was repeated over and over it's your turn it's your turn oh my lord no oh my lord oh my god i'm gonna have to shave my legs when i get home (laughs) fucking real i switched on every light in the apartment to make things feel normal it was 5 a.m and dark outside i watched tv to try to unwind then a fuse blew. A fuse blew. Fuck no. My pet budgie, Dexter. My pet budgie, bougie? B-U-D-G-I-E. Is it like a... I don't know. It must be Australian. Okay, so I took a brief pause to research what a budgie is, and it's a parakeet. So I guess that is Australian lingo for a parakeet. If you're Australian, let us know if we're incorrect there. Because that's pretty neat, that parakeet. Pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I know. All right, so the fuse blew. Uh, it says, my pet budgie, Dexter, who is the parakeet, whom I keep in the kitchen, usually never made a sound at night, but he started squawking like he'd been strangled. Oh, yeah. I never heard him made these kinds of noises before. Well, no, you can cover, like, their cages, too, and it'll be, like... They'll know that it's nighttime. Yeah. We had parakeets. And they'll sleep. And they'll sleep. And then if you take that off, they're like, okay. Burp, 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 yeah. Burp, burp, burp. Uh, he was screaming. I grabbed my car keys, ran out, sat in my car, and waited there till the sun came up. Poor parakeet. I would have taken the cage with me. Know, He's right? obviously terrified. Poor thing. When I saw people walking their dogs, this comforted me enough to go back in. The front door was open, but I figured I might have forgotten to close it when I ran out. She wouldn't have noticed it was, or this person wouldn't have noticed it was open when they were outside. Anyways. Well, if it's an apartment building, you might have to go into the apartment and then, That's true. I went to the kitchen. I just don't understand why walking your dogs is like, okay, now we're People are up and around, you know. Yeah, I guess Nobody's, when it's dark, everybody's asleep. You feel like you're the only one in the world. Yeah. And it's like, I had some scary encounters and I don't, I think it was just because my mom wasn't home and I thought I heard people talking in my house. But I think back on it, and I think it was my brother watching TV. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But it was one of those things where I was really paralyzed, and I couldn't move. I didn't want to turn the light on. Mm-hmm. But also, I wanted every light in the house on. Because right. Because I felt safer in the light. Yeah. And not in the dark. Yeah. And that's so pretty I much do, probably, like, the same thing. So I get that, you know, being like, okay, people are up. Yeah. I'm not alone. And if you needed so, help, you'd feel bad going to somebody's house at, like, you know, 4 a.m., knocking on their door, being like, something weird is going on. I guess so. But then I also feel like if you're that panicked you don't even think about that you're not like thinking about the inconvenience you're gonna cause somebody you're just like fuck this i need to get somewhere right (laughs) 
Like, I'm calling your ass at <laughs> 4 a.m. Like, I don't even care. Probably still be the fuck awake, so it don't even matter. <laughs> Me, I ain't answering because I sleep like a fucking... I sleep through everything. I know. Literally everything. Sean will stir, and I'm like... He's like, you, you, you slept through all them sirens? I'm like, there were sirens? What? <laughs> That's <laughs> like, hilarious. It don't matter. Okay. So, uh, so he, she, he or she, I'm not sure... Who it is that's written this article. I was assuming male. I don't know why. I was just too. Like, yeah. I don't okay. know why. Weird. Okay. So I went into the kitchen to check on Dexter, but he wasn't in his cage. I felt huh. sick again. All my windows were closed, so I looked everywhere inside. When I walked to the bathroom, I heard splashing. <gasps> Dexter was half drowned in the toilet. <gasps> I took him out, washed him, and dried him. I was so confused. At 8 a.m., I called the landlord and gave her a watered-down version of the night. She goes, oh, oh wow, you heard the whispering, too? Oh, my God, I had just had a really bad joke. A really bad, I was going to say the bird got watered down, too. <laughs> so did the bird. Yeah, right? I, was, I got such uh, dark humor. I'm sorry, guys. I stayed in that oh apartment for another 18 months. Nope. I heard the, right? I'm breaking that lease. My bird was drowned. Fuck you. Like, what the fudge? My bird was drowned. In my <laughs> shithole toilet, man. I wonder, like... I don't know, because if it's freaking out, it could have, like, maybe hit the wall and then landed in the toilet or something. let it out of the cage. Like, well, I know, but I don't, it, it, there might have been, I, I don't know. Like, all of a sudden, the front door was open. The bird's not in the cage. Like, yeah, that is weird. That is so, weird. um, I heard the whispering on a few occasions, and twice the board covering the hole in the ceiling moved. Although I live elsewhere now, the landlord recently called. She said her new tenants begged to speak with me about some of the stuff that's been going on there. Mm-hmm. Forget it. It's their problem now. Yeah, fuck all <laughs> that. They almost it. killed my fucking bougie. Yeah. Yeah, the bougie. I love it. It's not like budgie. It's a bougie. Oh, is it? It's budgie? budgie? I don't know. It's B-U-D-J-I-G-I-E. So it's bougie. It's bougie or budgie. I don't know. <laughs> almost killed my bougie. Yeah. Why? Like, because it seems like they don't like the board there. So just keep the fucking board away. Yeah. At this point. Like, don't keep replacing it. What's the point? What's the point? If it's a spirit, they're going to get through the board. They've broken the board. Exactly. They're obviously of enough fucking skill to let a bird out of a fucking cage. I know. Jeez. I don't know. To me, like, I, I go towards, like, human. Like, there's someone living I know. in that. It sounds like somebody was very vengeful mm-hmm. and, like, did not like that ghost. No. So. I'll read one more story and then we'll end it because we're only at, I think, 38 minutes. That's fine. Okay. This last one's pretty short. It's called The Impish Ghost. Oh. My neighbor Diane and I had a playful poltergeist for years, and we called it Billy. So begins Reddit.com user Abyss underscore alibi in their real-life ghost story. I'd come home and find something put in a weird place. Milk in a cupboard, toilet paper in the fridge, laundry detergent in the bathtub. I do that shit all the time anyway, because I'm just fucking not with it. <laughs> Diane, I, I have caught myself trying to put the peanut butter in the fridge or the milk in the cupboard, but I, I was like, what am I doing? And then I stopped. And yeah, I'll like just it. be like, okay, I got to clean up the litter box. So I'll go out in the kitchen to get something. I'll open that cupboard, and then I'll do something else in yeah. that cupboard, close it, and then I'll walk back around and be like... And then three more times, I will I not know. get the stuff to do the litter box. It's like, Jesus I do the same thing. I forget Christ. what I'm doing all the time. All the time. And then I'm like, I've forgotten, like, when I've taken my pills. Like, did yeah. I take this pill? Did I take that pill? What pill did I not take? Oh, yeah. God, I can't take two? Okay, I guess I'm skipping this one. I know. Like, jeez, dude. When I had to do my antibiotics for my mouth, and I had to mm-hmm. take four a day, mm-hmm. I um, actually I have, like, a checklist in my phone, and yeah. I put one, two, three, four, and right after I take the first one, I put a check mark next, I click the check mark, 
And then the same thing. So I would like look back at that and be yeah. like, oh, okay, I did already take That's this one. That's not a bad idea. But I've also like when I was on the Omeprazole, since it's like just a big bottle, when I went to take ibuprofen, I think I was on the phone with you. I was on the phone mindlessly like listening and I was going to go take ibuprofen for a headache and I ended up taking an omeprazole. Oh, Jesus. I'm like, ah, good lord. Good thing I can take two a day. I know. God. All yeah, right. one of these days I'm going to take a something fucking lethal. And just yeah, fucking... you're going to need the ambulance then. Oh, my God. <sighs> Diane once called, so that's um, her her neighbor. Diane once called to ask if Billy had been around, the ghost, the, 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 the ghost guy. Yeah. yep. Because she couldn't find a gallon of milk. We finally found it on her back steps and sugar darn sugar every morning my sugar bowl was empty huh when i'd had enough i would point to diane's home and yell go see diane within five minutes i'd get a call from her thanks a lot she'd say he'd gone and pulled shenanigans at her place this occurred for the entire two years we lived there no one believed us not even our husbands my mother thought someone was stealing from us when we were sleeping or out of the house. My or that sister, you were playing like a prank or something. Right. Cause... My sister believed something was going on, but I didn't know what to call it, and I still can't explain any of it. But that is hilarious. How fun is that, though? I know. Like, that Go is see Diane. Like fun little fucking poltergeist. Yeah, and she'll call and be like, thanks a lot. That's hilarious, dude. Billy, get out of here. I know. Oh, my God. All right. So oh, playful ghost. I know. I want a Casper. I don't want... An evil ghost. I don't want one that's dragging a bag of sack of potatoes upstairs. Fuck no. It reminds me of the ancient Ram Inn. Yeah. Because there was that story because that girl got like hung or something in the thing and then they, they hear like a body being uh-huh. drug. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, so so good, but terrible. Oh, <laughs> All right, you guys. Um, after we didn't say it before, happy Friday. Yeah. Um, and that's all I got for you. I hope you have a really nice weekend. Go visit us everywhere. Visit the blog if you want to, or just the website at www.morethemurderpod.com. Yep. Email us at the Gmail, morethemurderpod at gmail.com. Yep. And we already said the socials, so all I'm going to say is thank you for the five-star review in advance that you're planning on leaving. And um, <laughs> we, see you. we will uh, see y'all next week. Love you. Thanks for listening. Love you. Bye. Bye.